Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart. Jesus had inside-out living in mind when he also said, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Are you living and loving from a healthy heart? Proverbs 4 and verse 23 says, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. So how do we guard our heart? We guard our heart by guarding those places where the outer world enters our inner world through the eyes, ears, and mind. Aristotle, the Greek philosopher said, there's nothing in the soul that doesn't get there but through the senses. In other words, guard what you look upon, listen to, and think about. Do that and you'll be heart healthy. I'm Ron Jones, and this is something good. Hello and welcome to this Friday edition of Something Good from Dr. Ron Jones. I'm Brian Davis, thanks for stopping by. Coming up next, Ron explains how to live and love from a healthy mind, a healthy body, and a healthy heart. Before he gets started, I want to remind you that on Sunday, February 25th at 6 p.m., just two short days from now, Dr. Ron Jones invites you to join him for a Something Good radio live listener event. It's called A Night of Worship and Word at the Church where he pastors, Atlantic Shores Baptist Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. You'll hear some great music led by guest worship leader Jody Brer of Avalon and Cana's Voice, followed by a message from Ron himself. We'd really love to see you there in person, so stop by somethinggoodradio.org to get your free tickets to this special listener event. There's also a streaming option if you want to join us remotely and watch from the comfort of your own home. That's a night of worship and word presented by Something Good Radio and Dr. Ron Jones. For more details, come see us at somethinggoodradio.org. Now from his teaching series, Inside Out, Living and Loving from a Healthy Soul, here's Ron with part two of his Something Good Radio message, The Total Human Being. That it is also true that sex is a gift from God to be enjoyed in the marriage relationship. In the Old Testament, in the book of Proverbs, Sex outside of marriage is compared to a fire. And the idea is, you know, you take a fire outside of the context for which it was made, like a fireplace, you take that fire outside of the context, it'll burn you. It'll burn your house down. And likewise, you know, sex outside of the context for which God created it, which is the marriage relationship, will burn you. It will scorch your soul. And this is what maybe some of you are dealing with. The Corinthians who received some of this teaching, also the Thessalonians, but primarily the Corinthians, came out of the, you know, the Greco-Roman world, which was very pagan and very sexually promiscuous. It is our culture today. And that sexual promiscuity is scorching people's souls. We're talking about living and loving from a healthy soul which means living and loving from a healthy mind, healthy body. Now, let's talk about living and loving from a healthy heart. Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart. He had uh, inside out living in mind when he spoke about the great commandment. He said in Matthew 12 and verse 34, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. 
That's an interesting thought, isn't it? Everything that comes out of our mouth originates inside us. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Proverbs 4 and verse 23 says, Above all else, listen to this, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Do you know that everything you do in your external world and in my external world, relationships and business deals and you know, interactions with people, and all of it flows from the inside out. We are, we are mind, body, heart, soul, and regarding the heart, Proverbs says, guard your heart. Now, back to Dallas Willard for a moment. Willard says the soul is the operating system of our humanity. It integrates all of this. But the heart, he calls the command center. Because it's the heart, not the, the physical beating heart inside of us, but, but, but the, the heart from a, a Bible standpoint. The heart directs three things. The will, your spirit, which is that which animates your body, your personality and all that, and your emotions. Will, spirit, and emotions, the heart directs that. And so now we've gotten real complicated in our humanity here. Mind, body, heart, soul. But the heart, you know, it, it directs the will and the spirit and the emotions. No wonder the writer of Proverbs says, guard your heart. Guard it with everything you've got. Put, put, uh, put garrisons in front of it. Make sure that nothing enters that heart that would pollute it or contaminate it in any way. Now, the problem with the human heart is the human heart. <laughs> you know, the Bible diagnoses our spiritual condition and diagnoses our heart condition this way. Jeremiah 17 and verse 9. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? Another translation says desperately wicked. Who can understand it? Now, we don't all express our depravity to the same level of potential that is in the human heart, the fallen human heart, but there are times when we get a glimpse in the exterior world of what's inside someone's heart that makes us scratch our heads and go, what is that all about? When a genocidal terrorist organization like Hamas brutally, brutally attacks the Jewish people in Israel, you got to step back and go, you get, what is this? Man's humanity to man. When I was on my sabbatical, I think I told you we were in Germany for a while. My daughter was running in the Berlin Marathon. And we took a little bit of time to do you know, some sightseeing, and we went to uh, the, the building that was the former headquarters for uh, the Gestapo under Nazi Germany. We spent a couple hours just, you know, going through the pictures and the stories, and, you know, a couple hours of that, and you just stand back and you go, you've got to be kidding me. How did this happen? And we scratch our heads. The heart is deceitful above all things, desperately sick. Who can understand it? Jesus can. He's not surprised one bit 
by the wickedness and the depravity and the barbarity of the sick human heart during a conversation with some Pharisees about religious traditions. In Matthew 15, Jesus said this, what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and this defiles a person. For out of the heart, he says, come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander. Do you want him to go on? Every bit of that and all the potential that comes with it is certainly in an unredeemed heart. We don't all express it the same way. Then you put Jesus in somebody's life and transformation takes place, but we still wrestle uh, with a sin nature. And uh, this is why the writer of Proverbs says, guard your heart, for out of it flow the issues of life. You got some issues you're dealing with right now? You know, some horizontal issues? That's what Proverbs deals with, our horizontal relationships with others. Well, what's inside your heart is going to impact that in a healthy or unhealthy kind of way. So how do we guard our heart? Well, Aristotle, the Greek philosopher, said there's nothing in the soul that doesn't get there through the senses. Now think about that. There's nothing in the human soul that doesn't enter into the soul, but through the human senses. I'll narrow that down into three gateways that we need to guard. Gateways through which the outer world comes into our inner world. If we're gonna live life and lo live and love from the inside out, we wanna, we wanna clean up and make healthy the inner world because all the issues of life flow out of there. But there's an outer world that's trying to get into our inner world. And there are three primary gateways, the eyes, the ears, and the mind. And when you think about the visual media today, um, there's a bombardment of visual images that are trying to you know, capture our attention. And again, you can't control you know, what your eye catches a glance of any more than you control a thought that just pops into your, your mind, but your eye doesn't have to dwell on it. But I want you to think about you know, media today. And media, the, the use of media is amoral. It can be used for good, it can be used for evil. It can be used to make us healthy from the inside out or contaminate and pollute the inside of us. But take a Hollywood movie, for instance. It gives us something to see, something to listen to, and something to think about. And what, what you know, in, in the wrong hands, what a tool of the devil to bring the outer contaminated world into our inner world. Dr. Ron Jones will be right back with the second half of today's message, The Total Human Being. Visit somethinggoodradio.org anytime to ask our ministry team to pray for you or to order selected resources from our online store. So let me ask you, do you have a passion to pray? Would you like to learn to pray with zeal from someone who mastered the art of divine communication? The disciples asked Jesus, Lord, teach us to pray. 
and he gave them a model for prayer that, well, even a child can learn. Today, Dr. Ron Jones is ready to share his new book, The Jesus Way to Pray, an intimate journey through the Lord's Prayer. Join Ron as he guides you phrase by phrase through the power and beauty of the prayer that begins, Our Father in Heaven, hallowed be your name. You'll also find an entire chapter that explains how Jesus prays for you and me, as well as biblical answers to the age-old question, Does God Answer Prayer? That's The Jesus Way to Pray, an intimate journey through the Lord's Prayer. Order your copy for a donation of $25 or more. Share it with a friend by requesting a two-pack for $50, a four-pack for $75, or an eight-pack for $150 or more. Give online at somethinggoodradio.org or over the phone by calling our offices at 757-276-1099 or mail your gift to P.O. Box 6245, Virginia Beach, Virginia 23456. Now let's get you back to the rest of today's Something Good Radio message, The Total Human Being. Once again, here's Dr. Ron Jones. So we have to, again, guard your heart have you left your heart unguarded? And are you letting things in the outer world come through your eyes and through your ears and into your mind? What you see, what you listen to, what you think about every day is producing in you the person that you offer to people throughout the day and the week. It's all from the inside out. So let's talk about uh, real practically how, how we can guard each one of these areas, starting with guarding your eyes. Jesus said in Matthew chapter six, the eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? Can't even begin to you know, articulate how challenging it is to guard your eyes with the bombardment of images that are coming at us every day. And that little smartphone, which is really a dumb phone, doesn't help things. You know, we're just a tick-tock away from something you go, oh, I can't unsee that. But we're not the only generation that has struggled with this. Long before iPhones and, you know, social media and TikTok, Job struggled with what comes through the eyes. Job chapter 31 and verse 1, Job said, I have made a covenant with my eyes not to look lustfully at a girl. And you could flip that around with the genders. Ladies, I have made a covenant with my eyes not to look lustfully at a man. It goes both ways. You've you got to make a decision. You, you've got to draw a line. You've got to guard your heart by guarding your eyes. In our culture today, the primary way that pollution comes into our inner being and puts us in an unhealthy state is through the eyes. But we also have to guard our ears, what we listen to. And I would say, you know, starting with gossip, don't listen to it. There's nothing more poisonous to the soul and your inner being than just listening to somebody fill your ears with gossip. We have a no gossip policy here on our staff and with our elders and with our deacons. We all buy into it. It is the most destructive thing in the life of a church. The backbiting. You know what backbiting is? It's talking about somebody behind their back. 
We don't put up with it here. We shut it down because we know the danger of it. We're very vigilant about, you know, not filling our ears. We say, don't perpetuate it. Don't speak it. But when some... <coughs> I'm almost getting there, all right? We say, don't speak gossip. But if somebody else does, don't listen to it. Excuse yourself from that conversation. I don't want to listen to that. On the positive side, uh, Proverbs encourages us to tune our ears to godly wisdom. Proverbs 4, beginning in verse 22, My son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and healing to all their flesh. Thirdly, guard your mind. We've talked enough about the mind, but let me just add this in a positive way. Philippians 4 and verse 8. Let your mind dwell on whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is any excellent, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Your mind, your body, your heart, your soul, it's either a trash can or a temple. And you have to decide, and I have to decide, what we're going to let in to the inner world through these primary gateways, the eyes, the ears, and the mind. Dallas Willard says, the main thing you will give to God and others is the person you become. He goes on to say, you and nobody else are responsible for the well-being of your soul. I would differ with Dallas in just one little bit there. He says, you and nobody else are responsible. Hey, don't factor out the Holy Spirit. Because just as God the Father and God the Son uh, took responsibility for the salvation of your souls, and went and paid the penalty for your sin and made salvation available to anybody who would receive it by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of a believer and he is absolutely committed to our sanctification. But it's funny how that works. He partners with us. <laughs> and if you're making it hard for the Holy Spirit to sanctify you, to make you more and more into the image of Christ, so that you love God and love people better and from a healthy soul because you're opening up the gateway to all kinds of trash coming in through the eyes and the ears and the mind. I mean, what you look upon, what you're listening to, what you're thinking about all the time. Man, the Holy Spirit's got a lot of cleaning up to do. You know, clean up on aisle 16 over here because George or Paul or Judy, man, they just, they've opened up the floodgates. They're not guarding their heart. This is, this is the challenge of living from the inside out. Living and loving from the inside out. Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. 
We have a responsibility to make sure the component parts of our humanity are working well, they're healthy, they're clean, and, and, and that means we'll be able to love God better and love one another better. The opposite is true as well. Maybe we have issues in our life because we, we haven't paid attention to these kinds of matters. And it's time with, with diligence, we pick up our Bible and renew our minds and take captive every thought that we treat our body like what it is, a stewardship to manage and uh, to pursue you know, personal purity and to understand I'm the temple of the Holy Spirit and to live my life accordingly and to guard our heart, our eyes, our ears, our mind, and to guard it with the diligence and with an understanding. We, we live in a place where the world, the flesh, and the devil is coming at us every day, every day, at every one of these gateways. And we have to guard our heart and not let anything in that contaminates the soul. And then live and love from a healthy soul. Does anybody begin to make some sense? It's convicting, isn't it? Listen, I was on sabbatical for two months dealing with this. It's about time some of you get convicted about it too. <laughs>。So much for being with us for today's something good radio message. The total human being, and I'm pleased to welcome in Dr. Ron Jones. Ron, we're talking about living the inside-out life, and as I'm listening to you preach this great message, I'm thinking to myself. We may sometimes view life from the outside in, but all of us, believers and unbelievers alike, live our lives from the inside out. I couldn't have put it better myself, Brian. Yes, we are all inside-out people. Something internal precedes every external action we perform and every word we speak. And so in this series, I've been trying to encourage our listeners to embrace and put into practice what healthy inside-out living looks like. For example, uh, that's one of the things Jesus was trying to get across to us when he spoke about hatred and lust in his Sermon on the Mount. Remember in Matthew chapter 5, uh, Jesus said, in effect, I know you guys know you're not supposed to commit murder, but if you hate your brother, you've already committed murder in your heart. And I know you know you're not supposed to commit adultery, but if you lust after a woman, you've already committed adultery in your heart. Now, make no mistake, Brian, if you actually kill someone or if you actually commit adultery, that is not the same thing as hatred or lust in the heart. The point Jesus is making is that these outward sins of the body and of the flesh are preceded by inward sins of the mind and heart. Everything we say, everything we do, originates on the inside, which means, for starters, our eternal souls need redemption. Because once the power of the Holy Spirit is in us, once we are saved by Jesus Christ on the inside, uh, that's when we have a chance to slowly but steadily become more like Christ on the outside. That's Dr. Ron Jones with some final thoughts on how a healthy soul can produce a healthier way of living. Well, Ron, we're almost out of time, but before we go, tell us what's coming up tomorrow as you continue your series, Inside Out, Living and Loving from a Healthy Soul. 
Sure thing, Brian, I'm happy to. Now, as I've said for the past uh, few days or so, uh, priority number one is salvation, the redemption of our eternal soul by God's grace and through faith in Jesus Christ. Once that happens, the task at hand is about becoming more and more like Jesus as we live out our lives on this earth. That's the process known as sanctification. And Brian's sanctification touches on every single part of our humanity, mind, body, heart, and soul. How do we get healthy in these areas? What does it look like in day-to-day life? Well, I want to explore these questions over the next few days, and one of the things I'll show you is how Jesus himself cared for his soul. He set such a beautiful example for us, and we'll get into that next time here on Something Good Radio. That's Monday when Dr. Ron Jones shares his message, How Jesus Cared for His Soul. Join us then for Something Good. For Ron and the entire team here at Something Good Radio, I'm Brian Davis saying, God bless, thanks for listening.